cool. Okay, that was stupid of me. I shouldn't have done that. Hey, everyone. Gina A. Jones here coming to you with another podcast of Gina Talks Books and a little bit of everything else. How's everyone doing today? It's hot today. And I'm in this closet. And it's not hot yet, but it will be. But okay, that's just one of the stupid things I talk about. And and okay, now I need to turn off my Wi-Fi because you're going to be hearing all these things. Wi-Fi going off. Okay, but I do have my phone in here because today we're going to talk about emails. And we're going to go through my emails. And we all have them. We all have those emails. And some of them we look forward to and some of them we don't even know why we have. I mean, who sends me some of this stuff? And it almost makes me think, what have I been doing? What am I getting into? And that's a little bit what we're going to talk about today. But first of all, I'm going to tell you why I started a podcast. Well, you can ask my good online author friend, India Cademan. Yes, she's probably going to listen to this. And uh, she knows. She knows why I started this. And um, she knows that I stalk her in a good way. And uh, she kind of stalks me too. But that's what we do. But I want to adopt her. I want her to be my daughter. I wonder if she allowed that. I know she's 28, which is same age as my youngest son. Yeah, because she writes. She's a pilot. She's a structural engineer. Although she quit that job, and I think she took another job in the corporate world, she told me. And she's a total introvert. And she knows this. And she says she has no desire to fix this. Which I know that about her too, because if you were to message India, I know she's going to hear this because I think she listened to my podcast. I listen to every one of hers. Um, do not be offended if you don't hear back from her for like maybe a month. Because messaging India is like sending a letter um, on the Pony Express or, you know, trying to get a hold of Lewis and Clark. You know, eventually somebody's going to meet them in the woods and uh, give them a letter. Yeah, it's like that. And then one day you'll wake up and she's messaged you back. But she is very busy, you know, with uh, she runs a company. She has an editing company, a review company uh, called Nanda Plume. And like I said, she's also an engineer and a pilot. And uh, she has her dog that is being trained to be... I don't know what she's training her dog for, but it looks really smart. Yeah, because it looks, um, it's always in all these classes and it flies with her and even wears like an earpiece and a microphone. So that's pretty badass. Yeah, to have a dog like that. Okay, now I started a podcast because she started a podcast because her marketer told her to because you have to get social. And it was kind of hard for her because of her being such an introvert. And maybe I kind of am too. You know, I'm just, I, like I said, I could um, be locked up in a closet and find something to do. Like right now, I'm in a closet and I'm talking to you. And maybe this is where I like to talk because nobody else can talk back. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, so I did a podcast with her. She had me as a special guest on her podcast and we talked about the secret series because she read it 
And she lives on the West Coast, and I live not all the way on the East Coast, but somewhere in between. And we do try to keep up on each other. And I just think she's an awesome, awesome person. And I love her to death. And I hope to meet her someday. In fact, um, when we were doing a podcast together, I told her that the airport that I mentioned in my secret series is real. And it's in this town that I live in. And I told her, that's a real airport. And you can fly here and meet me. And she said, oh, that'd be so cool. But so every time I'm outside and I see like a little Cessna, you know, flying by, I always think, oh, is that India? Is she coming to see me? (laughs) Hopefully someday I will get to see her. But I know she's really busy and she needs her alone time. And so do I. And uh, and that's why we do weird, dumb stuff like this, Um, because that's how we are. Okay, now let's go. This is what I do every day. I get up every day, have my coffee, and I go through my emails. And um, a lot of them I don't trash. A lot of them I do. And I get on so many mailing lists, and I don't even know how I got on them. But, and of course, a lot of them are authors. And so I do keep them, and I don't remember how I got signed up, but somehow I must have signed something up. And do I buy books from these? Sometimes. Sometimes I do, but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little confession here. Let me move this wire around. I look at them because I have to create emails too. And I never know what to do with it. I mean, what do I say? What do I what do I put in it? Hey, it's me and you know you don't remember how you got a this email, but I have this book and maybe you might want to read it. So I just don't know what to say. (laughs) And I hate being one of those things. And another reason I'll tell you why I don't unsubscribe to these, because since I have a mailing list through MailChimp, and it gives you all these stats of who's not opening them, who is opening them, who unscribed. And so if I unscribe, they'll be like, oh, Gina Jones unscribed for my newsletter. How dare she? like and so I just don't want to I don't want them to see that because yeah if you unsubscribe from something it shows they know exactly who you are yeah and uh, I just don't want to be that girl so that's something that I struggle with and I don't know if I can fix it but so I'll just keep getting them and I look at how they um, create them you know like their header and and how they're branding themselves. Branding, that's the big thing I'm looking for. And I'm having, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off subject here. I'm having a hard time. You're going to hear me moving around a lot because I broke my glasses. So I'm having to wear these readers and I can only see up close in them. So when I have to look at my computer, I have to like move forward. Okay, so you hear my voice change and you hear my chair squeak. And I can't wait to get my glasses back. Okay, so now I got my um, my email opened up. Okay. Okay, this is something. Gwyn Bookwalter. I think I ordered some towels from her. And I don't want to unsubscribe because I think she might be a friend of my daughter-in-law's. And uh, she'll see it and she'll tell her. So I just trash it. Okay. Now, um, of course, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon owns my soul. But... 
so I'll be going through here and uh, Amazon.com possessed by lies. Mm, okay, that sounds like a book. Possessed by lies. Okay, and who says by? Possessed by lies. Mm -hmm. I guess I got to hit the uh, learn more. But I will tell you this. Okay, as it's opening up, it did show me the cover, and I have to go down the link. Ella Miles. Okay, so on the book cover, it has this guy, and he's got his white shirt opened up with his what looks like his bow tie undone hanging, and it looks like he's leaning back on a chair, and he's got like a black jacket on. And the reason why um, it's really weird because I've seen the same guy on everybody's book cover. Yeah, people. I know we want, we all kind of want to like be like each other, but be different. Um, I'm not a biggie on putting real life people on my book covers. I like symbols. I like maybe the suggestion that that's a person, but you're only seeing their jaw or maybe their chest or the profile of them like I did with Love Michael. And ever since I found that picture that I put on Love Michael, oh my gosh, I see it everywhere now. Okay, like Sylvia Day. Everybody knows who Sylvia Day is. So she had a Sylvia Day added to her story. And guess what the back of it was? Yeah, the picture of the, the two people kissing in the sunset of the same one that I used for Love, Michael. I'm like, oh, come on, Sylvia Day. You're like a big time USA Today, New York Times, everything author. I think that you could have paid to have something like that to put in your story. But no, you did the same thing I did. You went to Canva and got something free. Come on. Don't be like me, Sylvia Day. Okay, so back to Ella Miles, Possessed by Lies. Truth or Lies, book five. Okay, what's it about? And that's another thing, book blurbs. India had a whole thing about book blurbs, and I love listening to it because I'm a person that if the book blurbs like as long as the book, I'm not going to read it. No, it's like you're still, you're trying to convince me everything in a book. It's like, no, just give me a one-liner, a one-liner, one-liner. Because sometimes one-liners are, you know, those work better. And just kind of make a statement. You want to make a statement. You don't want to tell the whole story in your blurb. Okay. Description. I fought my way back and now I'm possessed. I've healed the wounds that kept me trapped. I'm done fighting it. I'm hers. Completely. I just don't know if she feels the same. What if the empire we build, we've been building crumbles along with our love? Possessed by Lies is book five in the Truth or Lies series. It continues Enzo and Kai's story. Okay, so I would have to go back and read the beginning. Okay, so let's see. It came out, well, it came out July 30th. And it always shows the rankings, and I don't even look at that. I think anybody does. I think the only person who looks at it is if maybe you are um, submitted to a agent. Okay, so... You could go through here and find all the books. All right. But I like to see, here's what I like to see. I like to see how much work the author has put into it. So I will go and see how long this Kindle is. Okay, I got to scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, all these reviews. You know, and I love it when a book, not really, I'm being sarcastic here. I love it when a book comes out, like, oh, it just released today. Then you go there and it has like 200 reviews. Like, okay, how many domains did you buy? 
All right. Dun, 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 dun. Well, I'm not seeing that. I know. Oh, okay. The length of the Kindle is 245 pages. But let's see if there's an audible because... Nope. No audible. Really? Why don't you have an audible? Obviously, you've been doing well. I mean, the book just came out and you got 115 reviews. All right, let's go on to the next. Let's go back to my emails. That one didn't impress me. Okay. Okay, Amazon.com. What? Let me see here. Your Amazon.com. Okay. Hello, Gina Jones. Amazon has new recommendations for you based on your browsing history. Hmm. A Suzanne Japanese handsaw, six inches. Now, why would I want that? Huh. Well, I don't know. No, I don't want no handsaw. Okay. Ooh, chirp. Today's audiobook deals. I always say, no, no, no. My library is so full. And my Discover card is like, mm, in pain. But, okay, here we go. Chirp. Audiobook deals. Agatha Raisin and the Deadly Dance. No, it's look, you know, just it's kind of like a, like a water painting of a pond and and uh, some wheat, weeds or something flowing. Uh, no, let's go on. Shadows and silk. Hmm. No. Jane Eyre. By no Jane Eyre. All stay by Karen Day. Let's see here. Okay. When their spring break trip turned into a nightmare, Lee sacrificed herself to save Claire. But years after the incident, they both grapple with the decisions made on that terrible night. This stirring tale of a friendship, mothers and daughters, and the devastation secrets bring is a book club reading page turner as readers will have plenty to discuss. That's what the library journal says. And normally it's two twenty four ninety nine. And today I can get it for $2.99. There's 11 days to claim it for $2.99. Now, if you don't have Chirp, Chirp is kind of like a great thing that you might want to sign up for because it costs nothing, nothing to be in it. They will send you emails of these deals and you can get books, audiobooks, great ones for like maybe 99 cents to $2.99. And I just bought one the other day that I'm listening to and I'll discuss that one later. But let's see. Let's, okay, let's learn more. Okay. Instead of that, okay, got 11 days, I'll stay. Okay, publisher's description. There are some decisions, let's start over. There are some, some decisions you can never unmake. You can only outtone for them or try to. During her senior year of college, Claire Michaels takes a spring break to Florida with her three other girls, including her best friend, Lee. She's hoping for adventure and a few stories to share back at school. Instead, a string of bad choices leads to a horrific encounter, and Lee offers herself up so that Claire can escape. Mm. Now that right there, I'm already interested. In the weeks and months that follow that fateful incident, now what is this incident? Lee, once so dynamic and ambitious, flounders and withdraws. Claire was the only person to whom she'd ever confided about 
her trouble passed. For Claire, the role felt like an honor until it became a burden. Now she's trying to make amends for her momentary selfishness by taking care of Lee. Years pass, circumstances change, and contact between Claire and Lee ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows, but the events of that night in Florida are impossible to escape. They drag, they keep dragging Claire back, forcing her to confront what really happened and her part in it. Okay, that's that's a good blurb. It's got me curious, but there's too much there's too much about what she's thinking. And it's worded, it's clumpy and clumpy and worded and okay, but I will put that on my uh, mental list because that does sound, hmm. Let's play a sample. Here we go. Because it's narrated by Laurel Lefouk. Oh, no. Here we go. No, not the intro. Dreamscape presents All Stay by Karen Day. Narrated by Laurel Lefko. Lefko. Uh, Part one. Part one. 1983. 1983. Chapter one. We were lost, and it was my fault. Again. Less than an hour ago, I was driving north on I-95 instead of south toward Daytona. Finally, I'd gotten off at the right exit, but somehow I'd taken a wrong turn. And now we were idling at a stop sign in a dark intersection (gasps) in a crappy neighborhood with boarded up buildings and tiny houses with sagging porches and Mm -hmm, chain link mm -hmm. fences. I glanced at Lee sitting next to me in the passenger seat and then in the rearview mirror. Sarah and Ducky were in the back seat, still talking about the preppy University of Georgia Sigma Chi's we'd left at the bar two hours ago. I licked my sunburned lips. Lee Mm -hmm. looked out the side window. What'd you say? Someone, probably Ducky, opened a beer can. Ducky. And the sound of the pop and fizz seemed to linger in the car. (sighs) Why was I so turned around? I'd always thought of myself as being good with directions. Mm. I tightened my grip on the steering wheel. Maybe I'd start driving and somehow find 86th Street. And I could pretend that I knew where I was all along. I glanced in the mirror again. If I said that I was lost... I'd have to listen to the grief that Sarah would undoubtedly hurl at me. Hmm. Claire, you've been all over the country, and yet you can't get us to a stupid house in Daytona Beach? Yeah, Claire. And Ducky, who had once again had more to drink than the rest of us, would repeat everything Sarah said. But mostly, I didn't want to tell Lee, and not because I was worried about grief or insults. Quite the opposite. You don't want to ask for directions. Maybe make an excuse for me. And I was so tired of those things from her. Oh, sorry. I rubbed my temples with my thumb and fingers. If we didn't find this house soon, if we didn't get a place to sleep, maybe a shower, maybe something else to eat too, I didn't know what I was going to do. I couldn't stay up all night again tonight. Hmm, Sarah grabbed my headrest and pulled herself forward. Oh my God, what are you doing? Why are we stopped? Yeah. We're lost. Ducky shrieked. Ducky. Again? Sarah asked. But I told Donnie we'd be there an hour ago. Hmm. What if he left? I'm not sleeping in this car again tonight. You slept in a car? We planned to crash with Donnie, Sarah's friend from high school who now lived here in Daytona. He'd been her school's drug dealer. Not bad drugs, she'd said. Just regular drugs like pot. 
and maybe speed.、Oh. She wasn't sure. Okay, yeah. But、All、it、right. was only for one night. Then tomorrow we'd make our way to Fort Lauderdale,、hmm. where we'd stay with friends from our sorority house、Maybe、before heading back north to school on Saturday. Because of money already spent on the Outer Banks condo we abandoned yesterday, after four days of cold and rain, this was the best we could do.、Mm-hmm. Now we all agreed that we had to be careful and make sure our limited funds lasted the rest of vacation. Cheap vacation. Relax. Leave、oh, for Lauderdale. And bright, bold light flooded the car. She reached for the map and opened it on her lap. I glanced at Ducky, sitting forward、Ducky. in her seat, her trademark pearls dangling under her chin, and her pink sweatshirt just a shade too bright in the car light.、Hmm. She grinned at me, her big blue eyes squinting, and then took a long drink from her beer. Sarah, whose curly red hair had exploded into a bird's nest with the sudden humidity, barked. Who would have ever guessed that you were so bad with directions, Claire? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? It's hard to see in the dark and rain. I shifted in my seat. Sand was stuck to the bottom of my thighs, under my fingernails, between my toes, and the back of my neck was sunburned from when I fell asleep on the beach today.、Mm, Show you some luck. When Lee turned to me, I frowned and looked away. Our car, a blue Ford Thunderbird that Lee had named the Travel Lodge, and that Sarah's mom let us borrow for the week, was filled with empty Miller Lite and tab cans, egg McMuffin wrappers, suitcases, wet towels, backpacks, bathing suits, sleeping bags,、That's、pillows,、messy. a giant gallon tub of extra crunchy peanut butter,、mm, and a large box、butter. of 250 fig newtons that we'd taken from our sorority house <gasps> commissary before we left. The ducky eat 'em. Maybe we should have stayed in North Carolina. Sarah sighed. Even if、have. it was too cold, and that condo smelled like cat urine and old people. Oh yuck! It's not my fault that my aunt's place smelled so bad. Ducky said. Sarah sighed again. No one's blaming you, but we couldn't stay there. Hmm. Well, they say you never know people until you travel with them. I don't know. I like it because, first of all, so far it's in first person. And I love stories that are in first person because I don't know. They're just I feel like I'm in there. I'm in for the ride, and it's me, me telling the story. And、uh, mm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get the deal. Get deal. Ooh, you're gonna hear it. Okay, I'm gonna check out. Check out. Oh my god, put in my password. Don't look. I'm putting in my password. Okay. Sign in. All right, going to my PayPal. Oh, my poor old Discover card.、Hmm. Okay. Well, that is—it's still loading to my PayPal. So, what do you think? I think it sounds good. I—I like the narrator. I never heard this narrator before. Um, there are many different voices in that car. And I can only imagine, but 1983, I want to know what happened, the situation. So, yes, okay, place order. Everything's being slow today. Thank you. Your order has been placed. All right, let's go back to my mail. And okay, that one. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Celadon Books, The Whisper Man, is on sale today. I was able to get a paperback arc of it.
And I loved it. I really did. And my husband's reading it now. It's his bathroom book. And uh, it's a thriller. I like thrillers. I know I've written romances, but I have written a thriller I never published. And uh, I am going to get to my thrillers. And I do have a biography I'm writing. So, okay, back on to it. Okay. Um, Jane Anthony. Yeah, I saw that she also had a book that come out today for 99 cents on Dakota's Divas. Allegiant. Oh. All right. Goodreads, newsletter, Kirkus. Okay. What about, okay, your Tuesday Kindle deals. Okay, let's check them out. Providence, a novel <gasps> by Caroline Kepnitz. Okay, if you don't know who Caroline Kepnitz is, you, yeah, not you. I'm just, that was the name of the book. You. And I came up on her by accident. I was in Myers probably two years ago. And uh, going through the books, perusing there, and I saw this book called Hidden Bodies. And the back of it sounded really good. So I bought it, and I got to work, and then I started reading it, and I realized that it was book two, and I had to read book one. Ugh. So what I did was went on audible.com and downloaded you and listened to it. And, oh my gosh, I can't think of the guy's name who narrates it, but I've listened to a couple of him. Um... He, I just loved him. So then I listened to it, and then I was able to read Hidden Bodies. And then that was that. And I was always bragging about it, and I loved it. And I followed her Facebook, and then I got the privilege of being in her cage because that's a whole thing about you. You know, he keeps people in a cage. And so I said, you've been caged by Carolyn Captain. It's like, oh, yay, 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 I'm in a cage, I'm in a cage. And then now she has this one out. Mm. Oh, yeah, and you was on Netflix. It was. So if you know what I'm talking about, you know, Netflix and you. And it's the first one. And I'm hoping the second one's coming out, Hidden Bodies. It should. I think it's in production. But mm, $1.99. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's learn more. Here we go. Loading. Okay. Like business. Okay. 212 reviews. Well, of course. Oh, I can add Audible for $12.99. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe we'll listen to it. Maybe it's uh, okay. Description. Oh, it's long. It's long. It's long. Best friends in a small town, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. John and Chloe share an intense new, a near mystical bond. But before John can declare his love for his soulmate, he is kidnapped and his plans for a normal life are permanently dashed. Four years later, John reappears. He is different now, bigger, stronger, and with no memory of the time he was gone. John wants to pick up where he and Chloe left off until the horrifying instant he realizes he possesses strange powers that pose a grave threat to everyone he cares for. Hmm. After of afraid of hurting Chloe, John runs away, embarking on a journey for answers. Meanwhile, in Providence, Rhode Island, healthy college students and townies with no connection to one another are inexplicably dropping dead. A troubled detective prone to unexplained haunches, Charles Eggs, the Bentius, suspects there's a serial killer at work. But when he starts asking questions, 
Eggs is plunged into a shocking whodunit he never could have predictive. predicted. With an intense, mesmerizing voice, Caroline Kepnitz makes keen and powerful observations about human connection and how love and identity can dangerously blur together. Hmm. Okay, so she had me going until he says that he possesses a strange power. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm just not into uh, paranormal things. I know I write some freaky things, my books, that can be, you know, but I think those are more just to our imagination of maybe, you know, some people believe that a butterfly is a spirit that's trying to tell them something from a loved one in the past, and we all have our little things like that, but I'm just not into, like, zombies and stuff. I don't know. I wonder who narrates it. Let's see who narrates it. Audiobook. Okay. McLean Andrews. Okay. Hmm. Let's just do a little bit here. I brung Pedro home for Thanksgiving break, and tomorrow I have to bring him back to school. You're not supposed to say brung. You're supposed to say brought. But I like the way brung sounds, like <laughs> you're cold and ringing a bell. Brung! <laughs> brung! Nobody can kick your ass for what you think in your mind. Not even your mom. Mine is stirring spaghetti sauce on the stove and shaking her head at me. Get that rat out of my kitchen, she says. Pedro's not a rat, I say. He's a hamster. My mom doesn't budge. Whatever he is, he's not staying in my kitchen. I'm not going to keep repeating myself, John. Take that thing outside now. Hmm. Well, sounds promising, but we'll wait on that. Okay. But first of all, she needs to finish the third book in you because Hidden Bodies kind of just ends with, hmm, is this the end of Joel Goldberg? I'm going to tell you what happens in it because it leads you to believe that there's more. Okay, here's another one. I'll Be Watching You by Courtney Evan Tate. It's every mother's nightmare, but one she'll not, but one she will not accept. In an unthinkable flash, Emmy Fisher's 15-year-old daughter, Lee, seemingly drowns close to shore one night. Or at least that is. Okay, learn more, learn more. Loading, loading, okay. 28 reviews, audible for 12.99. Okay. Oh, it is Whisper Sync. In an unthinkable flash, Emmy Fisher's 15 year old daughter, Lee, seemingly drowns close to shore one night. At least that's is what the police report says. In deep grief, Emmy needs time and courage before she can enter Lee's bedroom. But when she does, she finds something at first bewildering, then unspeakable, as she begins to understand the full implications. She uncovers evidence that Lee had been secretly involved with someone, someone perhaps older, someone with dark appetites. Bit by bit, the last few months of Lee's life unfolds in a terrifying way that Emmy can hardly imagine. All she knows is that she has to find the person who took her sweet daughter's innocence, no matter what the cost, the truth will set her free or bury her. <gasps> Ooh, this sounds good. Okay, let me see. 
Mm-hmm. Purchase. All right, heading to my Kindle. All right, let me see. Next email. Oh, we were telling tales. Mm, nah. Nah. Kiss and tell. Oh, sorry, breaking news. Special weather statement. Yeah, we know it's hot. Okay, kiss and tell. Hmm. It's a T-flak PSI unit. Night trilogy book two. Well, I don't know about book one, so... Okay. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Deadly Ever After. Hmm. Like I said, I don't get into zombies. Okay. Nope. God's Grave, book two of the Never Night Chronicles. Nope. The Winter Road. Lisa Jackson. I like Lisa Jackson. I know I've listened to some of her stuff. Okay. Let's see here. Lisa Jackson. Jackson. Learn more. Okay. Ooh, I can get this, uh, the Audible for 749. Let's see what this is about. Okay. Dear reader, Montana has provided the setting for some of my favorite stories. Okay, I guess it's an author's note. In the late 1980s, I wrote Tender Trap and Aftermath featuring Denver and Colton McLean, two brothers returning to their family ranch after years away, confronting the secrets left behind. I'm thrilled that they're now available in one volume with a striking new cover and title backlash. So she must have took a backlash. Backlist. She took her backlist and wrote backlash. Okay. The ranch country of Montana is beautiful, unforgiving, and for Colton and Denver McLean, filled with whole, filled with a whole lot of bad memories. See, that sounds weird. Filled with a whole lot of bad memories. I would just say just filled with bad memories. It's been seven years since a fire claimed their parents' lives and drove both brothers away. Okay. Now their uncle's death has brought them back to a place where loyalty and love runs deep. But so do grudges. Oh, those grudges. Suspicion still swirls about what caused that tragic fire. It created a rift between Denver and the foreman's daughter, Tessa Kramer. Now Tessa hopes to buy the ranch, if Denver and Colton will agree to sell. But the property is beset by problems. A prize stallion disappears. Other horses start falling sick. Someone seems determined to disrupt or destroy the McLean family's legacy by any means necessary. And finding answers will turn this homecoming into a time of reckoning with enemies past and present. I hope you enjoy coming back to Montana with me. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just not really into the whole ranch stuff. Okay. I'm going to pass on that one. Okay. Let's just go to some other emails here. I saw some earlier and I thought, no, I'm going to save them with you. Okay. Now, I'm always getting these emails from... I think it's Milo Watson, and she's got this series called Whispers. It's like Colorado. So every time I go to her email, it says free, get this free, get this free, get this free. Does she sell any of her books? Okay. But a lot of times they do that means because it's on Kindle Limited. Well, I don't have a subscription for Kindle Limited. Okay, get your free copy of book two. What a day. Okay. Oh, she's a pretty girl. She also has this picture of her 
at the bottom of it. I like her hair. I should probably like email and say, hey, who does your hair? I like it. Okay. The release of Twilights in Colorado was my biggest release date. Huh? The release of Twilights in Colorado was my biggest release date. Okay. To thank you and everyone, everyone person, to thank each and every one person for their support. Book two, Whispers in Colorado, is free on Amazon. Make sure to get your copy. Until next week, remember, love with all your heart always. Love, Myla. Okay, well, let's see here. I'm touching the link. It's taking me to Amazon. Loading, loading, loading. Come on. Ah, oh, slow. Slow. I'll give you, I'm, talk among yourself. I'll give you a subject. Love, Michael. Has anybody read it? Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. I've already talked about that. Well, it's taken forever to load, so. Mm, it'll be faster if I just go to Amazon. Okay, let's go down. Okay, book funnel, book funnel, book funnel. Okay. Nope. I think I have another one from her. Oh, okay. I got this one. Penelope Ward. Now live everywhere. And the day he came back. All right. Let's check this out. I read, I think, one. I read book one of a series she had. And I wasn't impressed. She, maybe it's just me, but this, okay. Before I read this uh, description, what I wasn't impressed about it was it had to deal with all the whole sex trafficking thing and then romanticizing about that. And I know people probably get tired of me talking about that, but, you know, I have nothing against um, some kinkiness and all the other stuff. But when it's a real problem in our lives, you know, the people out there disappearing, young girls and children, I have trouble of authors making a living at that. And then, you know, oh, you know, then I actually did like it and... And then, uh, you know, the guy who kidnapped me and did these horrible things to me now loves me. No, okay, I'm not buying that. So, and, you know, I just, it's just, it's old. It's old. Okay. Now live everywhere. The day he came back. Okay. Buy on Amazon. Okay. Just came out, but it's got 133 reviews already. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. It was the summer of my life. Hmm. That kind of sounds familiar. It was the summer of my twain. Okay. It was the summer of my life. I met the guy of my dreams. Unfortunately, he was the son of my uppity employer and very much off limits. But Gavin was a rebel. He knew his mother would disown him if she found out about us. In his eyes, we just had to be careful. He never treated me as his mother did, like hired help. Instead... Gavin put me on a pedestal and loved me harder than I've ever been loved in my life. What a summer it was, until it all ended. Badly. I was never supposed to see Gavin again. That didn't stop me from thinking about him every, ten, every day for 10 years. I knew little about his life now, just that he was an entrepreneur living an ocean away. When a twist of fate had me working again in the very place of our love affair, in the very place... Our love affair started a decade earlier. I knew it was only a matter of time before I might see him again, but I wasn't prepared. What if he hated me? What if he loved someone else now? 
I wasn't prepared for all the unknowns. And most of all, I wasn't prepared for today to be the day he came back. Hmm. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Let's look at the audible. See, now here's the thing. It's narrated by Andy Art and Sebastian York. Not that I don't like them, but they do everybody's books. So, like, when I listen to them in one book and I go to another book, I forget that I'm in a different, different book now. So, stop copying. Stop using the same narrators. Um, not that I don't like them. I do. I do like them. But, so, I don't know. I'll think about that one. And I, I'm sure I won't have to really think about it because it's going to be blowing up my emails and everybody's going to be talking about it. And then next thing you know, oh, guess what? We're making a movie about it. Okay, whatever. All right. Oh, here's another one. Okay, this is this another email from the, the Myla Watson, the girl who has all the Colorado books. Okay, let's see here. Okay. I should probably read her series because... And then, you know, if I like it, I should like reach out to her and say, hey, what do you think about me maybe narrating your books? Because she doesn't have any audibles. And uh, and I think they're sweet and contemporary. I could do that. I have a sweet voice, don't I? Oh, God, that was disgusting. Okay. She's got this letter header, you know, it's really neat that it has like the sun is going down and a guy's on his horse and the silhouette of him and his dog in the background. And then the, and the book cover, the book mock-up is really neat. It's called Twilights in Colorado. Can Riley redeem herself in White Horse Creek? Hmm, it's release day. So I might go back and start, get my copy now. Okay. Okay, we're loading, we're loading, we're loading, going to Amazon. Okay, she got 30 reviews. This is book four, but I think you don't have to read them in order. So... Okay, description. Everyone deserves a second chance. Oh, I use that one too. But Riley Anderson deserves the world. Oh, what makes you think you deserve the world? Riley Anderson has just been released from prison. Under the shadow of his past, he finds work at the White River Ranch. He's looking for a fresh start, but he has his parents and younger brother to think of as well. But the folks of White Horse Creek aren't as eager to welcome his ex-convict into their fold. Sky Leopardbon has spent her life living up to her parents' expectations. But she's realizing that her privileged life of luxury, her career in the modeling industry, industry and superficial friends is not what she wants from life. When she takes off to visit a friend in Whitehorse Creek, it was supposed to be a holiday. It was supposed to be a holiday. When Riley and Skye meet, both deny the attraction. Of course they do. You know, they always say that. I'll get back to the thing. But they always say that, like, oh, they're denying. Because you're never going to go up to somebody first and say, oh, my God, I just think you're just really good looking. No, you don't say that. Riley has passed and Skye's life is in New York. No, so Riley has a past and Sky's life is in New York. They come from different worlds and yet they find something stronger than their past drawing them closer. Does Riley believe he deserves a good second chance? Can Sky leave 
a life of luxury behind and start a new life in small town Colorado? Find out now in the fourth installment of the Colorado Crazy series and catch up on with all the favorites. Twilights in Colorado is a ranch romance guaranteed to tease your senses and make your dream of cowboys come true. Okay, that, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about when they always put these questions at the end of their descriptions. Does Riley believe he deserves a second chance? Uh, you know, the answer is always going to be yes. And can Sky leave a life of luxury behind and start a new life in small town Colorado? Yes. That's why she wrote the story. So, you know, don't put those in there. Because whenever they say that, that's always the, you know, the Jeopardy question. You know, you always have to, you know, yeah, that's going to happen because that's why you wrote the book. You know, you always know right away. To me, that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. But, you know, it does look like it'd be a good, sweet series. Maybe I will read that. Okay, we got time. Let's see here. Ooh, we've been on here for like 45 minutes. Let me see. Let's just try one more. Okay, Nicole French. Okay, I read her email the other day, and that's a whole nother topic. You know, I don't like it when people start getting so politically involved in their emails and because you just and I think the problem is because you think everybody thinks like you well guess what they don't they don't and you got a whole group of people who just agree to disagree and I'm probably one of those people I find fine you know my son has a best friend they went to college with and they're total on opposite political sides but guess what they're still best friends you know they just agree to disagree and life goes on and so yeah and I think some people can't handle that and if you're the one who can't handle that then don't put it in your emails because somebody's going to say something about it but that's for another podcast okay now I keep getting these Logan Chance and I don't know if Logan Chance is a guy or a girl trying to sell me these romance books the bride and groom. And guess what? The picture of the groom on the book is the same picture I see on everybody's. Is Remember the picture I told you about this other book? Okay, he's got this guy in a white shirt, and he's leaning back, and it's buttoned up, and, you know, he's got his head turned. It's the same book. So I get confused over now. Who, wait a minute. Is this a... Yeah. Find some different graphics. Just do it. I mean, a lot of times, don't put people on your covers because everybody's looking for that same person like oh yeah this guy's hot and it gives the image yeah well everybody's wanting that picture you know maybe just do a back of him or maybe just a symbol of something that's in the book but you know that's just me I'm you know be different okay what's this okay so I posted a picture of these peaches I had made with pumpkin spice in my group on Facebook, and everyone wanted more recipes. Okay, that's kind of cute. So, my website has a blog option. If you ever pursued my website, you would see the little tab for blog. And nothing there because I really never really knew what to blog about. Well, how many of you would like different healthy recipes? Hey, now that's kind of neat. That's a good idea. I, yeah, I do. They won't be all vegan. That's okay. I'm not a vegan. And other healthy lifestyle tips on my blog. You know, that's something I kind of thought about doing. Oh my gosh, now I'm going to be copying this person. Okay. You have me there. See, now see what they did? 
see what this person did. I'm not into the books, but I'm really kind of into their blog. You know, lifestyle tips and food. Me and my husband thought about doing something like that. Can you? We're pretty like active and work out and and eat weird stuff that everybody hates. So, okay, that's enough about me today. And uh, yeah, emails and how they trap you in. And yes, love them. And uh, some gotta go, some gotta stay. So, join in next time when I'll talk about something else. Thank you for joining. I'm Gina Jones. Gina talks books.